right, everyone. This is uh, James Lincoln, your roving reporter for Model Rail Radio, here with uh, Dave Frary um, on uh, Friday, the second to last day of the uh, CSS. And uh, uh, we know that uh, Dave has been a fan of the show and has his Model Rail Radio T-shirt, but doesn't have it on now. I don't have it on right now. No, no, no. But Dave, just about anybody, if you anybody who knows anything. Unless you've been asleep in this hobby, knows who you are. Oh, that's kind. That's kind of you to say. I don't know about that. But I've been very lucky. Uh, back in 1990, 1982, I wrote How to Build Realistic Model Railroad Scenery. And that book is still in print. It sold, oh, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of copies. And uh, it's been through three different rewrites. And the new the new edition is com- is a completely new write, uh, completely new book compared to what was originally published. Uh, a lot of people have used the book to build scenery, and a lot of people are real happy with it. And that book kind of made the way for me to write some other books, some books on building tips and uh, painting tips. And uh, those are now out of print, but they're available on my website. Yeah, I've uh, downloaded the, I think it's the 333 tips, and yep. uh, you also have the rights to the Penzi book. Yes, right? yeah, I wrote the Pen- I built the Penzi layout in 1990 for Model Railroad Magazine, and it was done on a, what they called in those days a work-for-hire basis. Now, they paid me a, a sum of money to build the layout, and that included uh, me writing a, a series of magazine articles. I believe there were 13, I don't know exactly now. And those articles were bound into a book. And the book was called Building the, the Pensy Middle Division in HO Scale. And the book sold fantastically for a long period of time. Finally, the sales dropped, and Kalmbach put it out of print, and they gave me the rights to the book. And I have it on my website now for download, if anybody's interested. And that's pretty, and that's neat because I was I took that I took the file I downloaded the file it's only like what six bucks yeah like that five ninety five and I brought that to Staples and had them uh, spiral bound it and yep neat little book it's a great resource yeah well I I wanted to keep the price low so everybody could afford to to uh, have a copy if they wanted it you know I didn't want to price it out of the ballpark no that, and that's good I'm kind of a fuddy duddy I like a book yeah I don't I, I don't do, like I, read, do I don't like reading it on a on a TV screen but. Um, the other uh, thing is, uh, then you also have lots of uh, videos and stuff. There's an interesting one, uh, gentleman. Was it uh, Carl Rademacher? Albert Rademacher. Albert Rademacher. Albert Rademacher. I have some videos on my website. Is uh, and Albert is the man who invented and manufactures Silfloor. And Silfloor is a grass product. Some of you have used it. It's available from Scenic Express. And Albert, I had the opportunity to go to his factory in Munich uh, two years ago and watch him actually make this stuff. And it's a fascinating process. And Albert also is a, a toy designer, and he makes dioramas and handmade trees for different customers around the world. And he, uh, for me, he built a small diorama, carved some foam, built a very small diorama and allowed me to photograph it how he uses all his, of his silver products even how he builds a tree to, to put on the diorama and I have that available for download from my website also 
But Albert's a Albert's a character. He's a real good guy, and he his products were revolutionary at the time. Now everybody's starting to copy what Albert did. Right. No, it's it's great stuff. No, the one that I th- I think I downloaded the one of him carving rocks. Yeah, that's pretty neat. No, he's crazy. Yeah, he takes a kitchen knife and a big pile of styrofoam, and he makes the nicest looking rock face you've ever seen and he does it all in about five minutes with a kitchen knife and he just goes in there and cuts away and then I show on the video how he paints his rocks no plaster, no nothing, no just, nothing. just no, foam no. and that's ah, pretty neat um, I don't necessarily want this to be the uh, Dave Freire commercial show but that's, which well, is it's, great it's, well, it's, you have a lot of great unfortunately, stuff unfortunately in, today, in today's world you know it's that's what everything is. I know, I, I know. But uh, now you've been coming to CSS since its since the beginning, since since its yep. inception. Now, what, yep. do you, what do you think about? I love I, the show, and I said it before. I said this is the single best show that I've model railroad focused model railroad show that I've ever attended. I agree. I, I've been to the narrow gauge convention every one except for two, and this show has it beat hands down. As far as the audience who's here, the skill level of the people who are here, and just the general interest, and especially when you go in the contest room and you see the stuff that people are building, and these aren't, these aren't people who are in the, usually in, in the mainstream of what we think of as model railroading. A lot of these people are just structure builders, and their whole hobby involves, you know, buying raw materials, finding an interesting photograph, and then building a really nice model of it, whether it be H-O-N or half-inch scale. It makes no difference. Now, like, who was the one that did the uh, the uh, the motorhome and the... Ken Hamilton. He's Ken. here. I had breakfast with him this morning. Mm-hmm. Nice man, very talented builder. Those are amazing. Yep. And he's done all kinds of, of wonderful uh, models in all scales. And he manufactures most of the parts that he needs and most of the model pieces that go into his dioramas, he'll manufacture the part if need be. He's got... He's, okay. He's got uh, some neat stuff in that in that uh, there. But I agree. This is a tremendous show. I think the feel of the show is really neat because you have the opportunity to actually have a normal conversation with all the manufacturers. Well, they're all here. You know, and I was telling somebody yesterday, uh, 10 years ago, if you had a show like this, it wouldn't have gone because it would only have been uh, maybe five manufacturers who would even want to come to a show like this mm-hmm. and be present in the dealer room. Now the dealer room is packed right. with sorry, now the dealer room is packed with uh, 25 or 30 dealers. Each one has a niche in the hobby. Each one is uh, more or less a cottage industry. But a lot of people do it, a lot of the manufacturers do it full-time. And the best kit manufacturers in the country are here yes. right now. Right. In fact, there's two gentlemen from Australia here that... Uh, I'm going to try to get them, too. So, yeah, uh, they're wonderful, uh, wonderful excellent. model builders. Wonderful model Laurie Green and uh, John Hunter. Right, right. And there's a big listenership in the Model Rail Radio down in uh, New Zealand and Australia. So um, Now, one of the questions that Chris asks everyone is when you're doing now, are you, do you have a model railroad now? No. 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 Right. I've built 31 model railroads for either myself or for customers around the world. And uh, those have fulfilled my need to have a model right. railroad at home. Yeah. 
although I do have a million dioramas, I have a studio that is all set up for videography, but I have several small model railroads in it, but they're only pieces of model railroads, just enough to uh, look good on the camera. Oh, and you built a mini-mo, like you yeah. whipped that up yeah. real quick, too, yeah. so that's really neat, and they can see a lot of your work on in your different... Um, New things that you come up with on MRR forums too, yep. which is is yeah. good now. Um, yeah, they, yeah. You ought to talk about the forum a little bit. I don't know if your listeners know about it, the Model Railroad Forum, yep. Kit Forum. I'm on it. You're on it. Uh, there's a lot of. There's about 200. Well, there's actually 700 people. There are about 250 active participants, right. and these are all people that are interested in structure models of one sort or another. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, scratch building and or kit building. It doesn't make But it's not just structures. It does, like Mike no, Rose. Structures are the, are the center, the center but then it. it kind of spiders, spider webs away off into other factions, other factors of, of the hobby. Well, I'm just saying that for those people, well, I'm not really into building structures. It's not just structures. It's, yeah. it's really good modelers all around. And it's about, it's about having fun and showing people what you're doing. And, you know, even if you're not a, a, a crackerjack model builder, mm-hmm. You know, you can still put pictures of your work up there and get some really nice uh, criticism and help from other people, yep. you know, willing to help you, you know, right. become a, so you'll become a better model. Right. And it's that kind of not the, the, the neat feature, which is everybody says, hey, you know, whatever we're doing, everybody everybody has a race to see who can be the first one on, the, on whatever day it is, on Monday, yep. Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, one of the uh, questions... Is uh, is there any particular tools when you're do when you're going to work on a model railroad? Are there any like two, three, one tool that you say I gotta have it? It's something you've gotta have when you do any of your work. Uh, the only thing that comes to mind immediately, and I have a traveling kit that I take when I go and work out of my house, and always in that kit. I have a Victor- Victorinox four-inch blade serrated knives, mm-hmm. and I use these knives for everything. They're as sharp as exacto knives. Uh, they have a sturdy plastic handle, four-inch blade, and that knife is good for carving foam. It's good for cutting wood. It's good for gouging out plaster, taking ballast out between the rails. You know, if it's up inside the flangeway. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I use that knife for everything, mm-hmm. and. When I had my lobster business, I used to carry three or four of these little knives on me in case I got tangled up in the in the line. Yeah. You know, and I worked alone on the boat. I didn't want to go overboard with the pot, so right. I had these knives I could cut away. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's what they're made for. They're made to, as like a, an escape knife, a rescue knife, and that's why they're so sharp. Okay. And now, did you have anything? Uh, so, okay, that's a good thing to know, but it's probably not something. Now, it's, not a, it's not a run-of-the-mill tool. No. It's not what most modelers <laughs> would would consider. But that was the first thing that came to my mind. The other thing I, I have, I have a pair of vernier calipers. Okay, yep. That yep. I use for everything, and they're the ones that I think were made by Tenshoto years ago. They're made out of stainless steel, and they have a depth gauge, and there's jaws with with the precision readout. And you can use them either to measure outside diameter, inside diameter, or a depth of a hole or a depth of an area. And I use them for everything. I use them as a parallel scribe. You know, for, for I, anything you can think of with that tool, I've done it. 
Excellent. And the fact that it's made out of stainless steel means that it's it's rugged. Right. I've had the one I have for at least twenty years, maybe twenty five. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Now, did you want? Did you have anything? Hang. You might want to say about Model Rail Radio. I know you. I, it's just not convenient well, for you to call in, so that's why. Well, yeah. Saturday nights is is not a good time for me usually because, you know, with the family and all, I you know we're out and about doing things, uh, but I, you know. Whatever it takes to enjoy the hobby, and if, yeah. uh, the, 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 the model railroad radio sounds like a great concept. Yes, and I'm sure that the listenership will grow as more and more people know about it. Yeah, it's really neat. You know, when you have the opportunity, you can call in or be on the chat or whatever, and and it's really neat is that you get a. It's a very free free flow. And the first time that I was on the show, I mm-hmm. actually called for something in mm-hmm. particular. What I thought that the theme of the show was, and it ended up being. Totally about something else. Yep. So the the uh, it's a very fleet. But it was probably still enjoyable to, to participate and to oh, listen to what other people had to say. Absolutely. We do a podcast. I don't know if the audience knows about that. Scott Mason, yep. myself, uh, uh, Doug Fiscali, and Jimmy Dignan do a, a show that's on iTunes. It's called the Scotty Mason yep. Show, and Great it's all show. About, it's all about model railroading. And we get from iTunes, we get about seventeen thousand downloads a month. So there's a lot of people out there who, while they're driving to work or jogging or building models, are listening to our podcast. And for me, it's kind of like guerrilla marketing, you know, (laughs) (laughs) because I I think, you know, like Model Railroad Radio, you know, the more you you talk about the hobby, the more you participate in and, and are out there telling people about it, the more people become involved, the more people get to enjoy it. Well, it's because of your, because of that podcast that I bought the three 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 tips. I saw the Albert Rademacher uh, video. I bought the Penzi book, and a lot of that stuff. I mean, I bought a lot of your stuff because yep. of that. Yep. I mean, well, it just brings it to your mind. That's the big yep. thing. Sure. And a lot of times, sure. if you're sitting at the computer, you're able. Oh, well, let me go to this website or whatever. And it's real. I love you. I love the Scotty Mason show. I really do. I live right down the street, sort of, kind of from Scotty. I, mm-hmm. I pester him and have all his videos. Yep. Um, but uh, no, your your show is great because it, it you can really tell that you the four of you are friends. You guys are a little better, generally on staying on topic. Oh, well, we try to. We, <laughs> we work from an agenda, right? You know, I don't know if people know, but we we're, we're in four different places when that right. show is recorded, and we talk together via Skype. Yeah. But we each record our own portion of the show, and then a broadcast engineer in Minnesota puts the show together for us. All right, now just so that everybody knows, because we well, this will probably be put in the show notes, your website is? MR Scenery, all one word, MRScenery.com, right. com. Now they can't get your scenery, can they get your scenery book from there? If they yes, want they it can, to, sure. They oh, yeah, okay. everything's available on the website. Okay. In fact, there's a lot of free stuff on there. If you, uh, I've done... Some of the clinics that I've done in the past, I've put them in the keynote and made PDF files out of them, and you can download them and, and look and see how dioramas are built and things like that. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Thank you very much. 